0: <laughs> you got the finesse them you got the you know smooth them because this is it, this can be a lot. Like even us reading the letter, we was like, ooh, girl, ooh, <laughs> I don't know. Right? Um, hey everybody, this is Sanipa Valida, and
1: this is Red Summer. We are your gay aunties coming to you hey. with new technology. So <laughs> we're trying, <laughs> we're trying out a new um, recording apparatus called Squadcast, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so we're trying that out and seeing how that works because um, we've been having some issues with Zencast and no shade on Zencaster, but we're just trying to make it easy for everybody, especially yeah. us. <laughs>
0: Especially us.
1: Especially us. Um, yay. So hey girl, uh, what's hey. new since last time we spoke?
0: Um, nothing much. You know, living a dream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I voted yesterday.
0: Oh, I bet that was nice.
1: Yes, it was. It was. It was the same, or at least close to the same kind of excitement when um uh, 2008, like voting mm-hmm. for Obama. It's, you know, it's getting online. It's a long ass line. You know, all kinds of people on the line. But what made it sweeter is that I, w- I was in Georgia doing it, so I just felt like you know, shit mattered more. Yeah, um, yeah. It was just nice. It was nice. It's going in there, casting my vote and shit. But I will admit, like you know how they have like the main votes, like you know. Mm-hmm. Okay for governor, yada, yada. And then they had the different districts and I just kind of did Democrat down the line, you know, Um, but then it had like different things that were on the ballot. And one of them was, um, do we want right now in Georgia, you can't, um, on Sunday, there was a time you couldn't buy liquor or drinks at all in Georgia on Sunday. Yeah, And now it's like, you can't buy it before 12 a.m. So this thing on the ballot was can we move that to eleven? <laughs> 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 it's like Monday. it's like people want their brunch mimosas, you know what I mean <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, that's important. You know,
1: um I won't say how I voted, but I'm just like, oh that's hilarious, you know. Um but yeah, but other than that, it was it was a great experience. Well, good, good. I'm good excited great. for you. Yes, yes. Um, just to, as to actually to bounce off of our last episode uh, about voting, um, I did learn something new that I want to also just say, to hopefully, further um, incentivize people who are on the fence about voting this uh, midterm election, is a lot of us have been focusing on the Senate and the House, which mm-hmm. is important. We, it would be good if we take those because we can essentially Block what basically make him a lame duck president for the remainder of two years, you mm-hmm. know, but really that's the extent of the power that we will be able to do um, because, you know, you need three all three branches to really pass laws. Right. Wow. So so that's really about blocking him. Right. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is there are almost a third of the country are having gubernatorial elections, mm-hmm. Georgia being one of them. And what's yeah. important about voting for your governor is that is your state legislature. So that is what's going to affect. That's how the Republicans, because a lot of the Democrats over the years, I'm talking about decades, don't really come mm-hmm. out for governor races. The Republicans were able to take those, and that's how they were able to jerry our, uh, um, how about I say gerry rig? Um, <laughs> like the- um, gerrymandering, gerrymandering, mm-hmm. excuse me. They were able to redefine the voting um, districts mm-hmm. and everything in their favor. So I wanna, you know, so it's really important that so many governor races are happening this election because we can change the tide and actually um, change um, our voting experience for the future if we get Democrats in there. So I just wanted to put that gotcha. out there and people weren't aware. Um, Oh, yeah. 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 So that's that.
0: (laughs) Still learning. Right. Still learning. Still learning.
1: That's about life. Right. Uh, But yay. We're excited. We have two uh, letters uh, that arrive in the inbox. Um, Really interesting letters that I look forward to diving into. I had to kind of ruminate a little bit on them. I'm still quite not sure what I'm going to say, but we're going to see what happens. (laughs) So um, we're going to do. We said we're going to do. Um, she said all names have been changed, so I'm going to read it as is. Okay. Uh, you want to read it, or I want to read. Which I'll read want? it. All right, hit it.
0: Uh, I'm Vix, a 20 year old bisexual who's been out for three years. By coincidence, I've never had straight friends until I met my friend Reed. Freshman year of college, also three years ago, she's always been a bit conservative, but that didn't bother me because I'm okay with having friends with different views. But recently, my friend Reed was uh, has been going to a new church with her more conservative boyfriend. Her church invited two survivors from the Pulse shooting, who now identify as ex-gay. Mm. Mm. The survivors were talking about how they had a wake-up call that the gay lifestyle was wrong because of their traumatic experience. Mm. So she took their ex-gay speech and ran with it because a couple days later, she decided to have a two-hour talk to me (laughs) about the sin of homosexuality. Ah. I was caught by surprise because one, she has other gay friends, and two, She's known I was gay since early in our friendship. She even said after hearing the ex-gay talk, she prayed for me and a a mutual friend to no longer be gay. Uh, I wasn't coherent as I wanted to be in the moment because I was just very hurt and surprised. I expect that behavior from my family, but not my Uh. friends. But I did Mm -hmm. tell her then and there that she was very, uh, she was deeply hurtful. So she replied, I should be happy that she was praying for us. Mm. Using the internalized homophobia of two ex-gay post-shooting survivors to support her new stance about sexuality wasn't bad enough, mm. she paired it with a complete dismissal of my hurt. I mentally ended my side of the conversation after she said that. Half an hour, mm. hour later, when I was when I physically left the conversation... Um, I immediately called our mutual friend to tell him who showed herself to be, and he's cutting her off, too.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to let go because she was one of my closest friends. So how do I let go of straight friends who try to pray my gay away? Mm. Should I even be so quick to cut her off?
1: Oof. I mean, the short and skinny answer is a snip, snip, or cut, cut, because (laughs) (laughs) Because we, because you know, when we family something we can't so easily Control. cut away, but friends is something we can. And the one thing that friends are good for is affirming who the hell we are, putting up with our bullshit too. But at the end of the day, they're there to support us and affirm us as human beings on a basic motherfucking level. <laughs> <laughs> you know, first, I just want to say, um, and I and I, I said this back to her because I replied back to her in an email that I want to say that I'm sorry that you were betrayed in this way. And just even the feeling of betrayal from a friend is really can cut deep. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is hurtful, you know, and disorienting, might I add, very disorienting. Um, I'm sure, you know, both you and I have uh, at some point been disoriented by a friend coming, you know, left with shit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, um, my first, honestly, the first thing that when I was reading it that I kind of cut to, I was like, these ex-gays, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I do not want to diminish the trauma around being involved in that Pulse post, that post, uh, club, um, you know, this, the, the club that got shot up in Florida. Um, I cannot imagine being in that kind of situation, and I also can't imagine how that can impact your own mental health, how you see yourself, just the trauma of it. But people have gone through all kinds of people, including straight people, have gone through all kinds of similar trauma. um, And that has not changed their sexuality. (laughs) You know, um, if we were to apply that to anything else, then if so, if so, basically that basically what these people are saying that when you go through a traumatic experience, it makes you question yourself in a particular way like
0: everything right <laughs> like
1: everything <laughs> yeah um but why is this particular thing the thing that you are changing and the only thing you can say is because that is what's put in your face as the thing that is wrong that should be questioned mm-hmm. you know as opposed to seeing that you just went out partying and crazy from left field came in there with a gun and started shooting up All right. But how that trauma, what it attached to is the stuff that you already been fed beforehand. So we don't know what these people have been fed by their families or, you know, they were questioning their questioning, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and then something like this made them question it harder, unfortunately. Um, so I think you know, not to say that you need to go back to your friend and break all this down to her that so much traumatic experience can is that is their personal experience, how mm-hmm. they're processing it. Because at this point, I think that you know, cutting your friend off, honestly, you know, is what one should do. I mean, <laughs> and, you know, as painful as that is, you know, um, you will in time get over it. Um, mm-hmm. but My God. Um. So I'm
0: inclined to just think, yes, like cutting your friend off is an option, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm also thinking about, so she learned this new thing. Mm -hmm. You know how people are when they learn a new thing, especially Mm -hmm. when they learn a new thing with a new book. (laughs) and so like I kind of put it in line with like a baby hotel right (laughs) so we've all seen Jesus on the side (laughs) right you know your homie was real real cool y'all was real close then they got a copy of the ISIS papers and lost their mind right
1: (laughs) No, I remember reading the ISIS papers and being into it when I was a teenager.
0: Yes, absolutely. It, it, was it sounded like, like some good shit, right? It was the quintessential, like, book in the 90s. High school. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I think, one, yes, Sheena flipped the script on you. Absolutely. Yes, she has, like, betrayed your trust in that she knows who you are and she's using. This information against you, right? But I also don't think that she's doing it out of malice. Like, that's another issue. Like, she believes this, and so she thinks she's helping, right? Mm-hmm. The good thing about um, turns of, <laughs> like this is sometimes they end with the relationships. <laughs> That's true. That is true. And so, that's true. I, it. I think it really just de- depends on like where your where your friendship is. Like I've definitely had friendships where I've had to like take a step back, like physically. I still love my home girl. You know what I'm saying? I still think she's wonderful and all of that kind of stuff. We just don't really click. Like we used to, Mm. but they're not cut off or we don't have communication at all. I can't, you know, check on them and make sure they doing good and be like, hey, girl, congratulations on your new job. And go on stepping. Right. (laughs) Just the dynamics of how like the access, maybe that's what it is that Mm. they would have with you is different. Um, But this is not a situation where it's like she's dead to me. You know <laughs> I I just don't think because I um this is nothing that a good all oh, baby like can't solve in my mind. Like, oh that was cute. <laughs> well, okay.
1: Um when let me let me maybe qualify when I say cut. Um I I do think that uh, because when a friend goes left on you, um they're drawing really clear lines. Uh, lines that you then have to say do I want to walk that line with you or let you walk that shit by yourself and I'll see you later when you fucking wake the fuck up yeah you know (laughs) um um I mean for me that is a serious uh line to cross um because my my it's a part of my identity it's almost like you know a friend went left and all of a sudden you know some white you know White friend, maybe I grew up with, and all of a sudden she went left and called me nigga, or you started hanging out with Mm a KKK member or someone that completely was against who I essentially am, right? (laughs) Um, And so we can't, like you said, you know, our friendship at the very least will completely change, if not almost be nulled for a minute, because we can't have no conversations. Because it's not about, oh, we just can't have conversations about who I'm dating. My sexuality, my gender expression, my identity in that way is connected to all or many aspects of my life, just like my blackness is. So there's no really tiptoeing or also I don't know what kind of relationship we're gonna <laughs> have really at this moment if you can't you so caught up in your boo and religion, which is a really inter is a kind of a interesting cocktail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um and 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 20 is still a very impressionable age. It's Damn. a very impressionable age where you can just, you know, attach to the illest shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just know that shit is right. And you are living your path on this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for her own protection, I think she should definitely seriously distance herself and make it really clear why she's distancing herself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Like, I think making it really clear is important. Like, don't be vague about it because your friend is going on whatever path she is with her homie or her her boo or whatever. Um, And she needs to know why, you know, she can pray all she want, Mm -hmm. um, but she knows to know why that you ain't calling and why y'all ain't speaking. You can let her know um at some point if you feel differently about not just your man but these belief systems i am open to then talk again but until then you need not to be using my phone number because i need to protect myself and i love myself for who i am you know what i mean um so that's what i mean by cut you know because it's really about self-protection um, but it, you can have a caveat like, you know, when you wake the hell up and you get <laughs> off, you know, stop, you know, sipping on the Bible in that way, you know, and, you know, maybe we can talk or rather when even if she sticks with that faith, when you better understand, have a, a better understanding of that faith for yourself that is inclusive of me, mm-hmm. then we can talk. Um, but other than that, you know, I don't need you to be praying for me. Don't waste your time. Um, I have my own prayers for myself, and it has nothing to do with my sexuality. It has me surviving in this world and making mm-hmm. my way. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, because that that's some toxicity that no one needs in their life. You know, family, friends, or whatever. You know.
0: So I'm in college, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> living in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And we have like a group of homies. Like we are super tight. Like we are literally together in between classes. We're together before class, after class. Like we eating together. Like we are together. And there's boys and girls in this group. Like we are like homies, right? Um, And three of the homies joined a cult. What? A cult, not even a church. Like, just a for cult? real, not even a church. Like they identify, they understand that this thing that they joined was a cult, and not just like you. It was three of, of the seven of us, but also like other students on campus. Oh shit!
1: What was the name of the
0: cult? This cult. I don't even remember how to. Okay. Like, right. <laughs> but wow. Um, it was. It was really interesting, like really, really interesting because it was super, super conservative. Um, and a lot of them, although they have, um, well, I'll say two I know are still in the cult today.
1: hmm. Ooh, whoa,
0: wow. But the way that our relationship was initially when they joined the cult, like initially when they were in it and really, really like, swept up in the the rhetoric and the being accepted and all of the things that go along with with conservative Christianity and and any religion, it's not just Christianity like that whole process of um, doctrine religion yeah. yes mm-hmm. is is the same right across. Um, but now, like years later and really it happened once you know social media really started picking up, They were looking for, you know, we were looking for each other. Like, Uh we fell out because, you know, communication was different back then. But we literally, like, we have our thread that we're talking every day. Like, we all know of the seven of us, it's three of us that's gay now, right? (laughs) And none of that, none of that stuff matters. Uh Like, and so... I don't know that they struggle with us being gay because it's not like we, you know, I'm just like, Hey, my wife said, Hey y'all. And my friend is just like me and, you know, me and Bay, we're about to go shopping. We'll call y'all later. Right. And it's not, it's not anything that we're having to make any different to accommodate our relationship with them. Like, They know who we are. We know who they are. We let them be in a cult. They let us be gay and we love each other. But I think that's the difference in like mature friendships Mm. and just mature maturity, right? Mm, mm. Like I'm not invested in making anybody not be who they want to be.
1: And they don't mm -hmm. need
0: that from me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think maybe if she's, um, If Vix wants to talk to her friend, just really let her know, like, I get it. I get where you are and what you're doing. This is what I'm going to do to advocate for myself, like to protect myself. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the wishes that I have for you. Like, if this makes you happy and this makes you feel like whole and all of that good stuff, have it. As your friend, I want you to feel those things. I'm not going to participate. I'm going to respect your decision. And I'm going to ask that you do that same thing for me.
1: mm. mm. You know. <laughs> Speak, Auntie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and let me. Do it. It a cult.
1: <laughs> yeah, that I mean, yo, but those that day, yo, but that age, your friends be like, yo, you went to what, homie? <laughs> you do? Yeah. Oh, oh, you read that book? You want this too? Okay, okay, I, I, okay. You read any more books? I mean, like. <laughs> different books you know
0: <laughs> and you were all joining stuff like that's yeah, exactly thing. yeah
1: that's still an exploratory place uh that that time you know mm-hmm. what i mean um first of all all the life is exploratory You're always exploring and you can be impressionable actually at any age yeah. um but the younger you are um the more impact something can have on you mm-hmm. i think um but but bouncing off what you said i think also what um what VIX can do is um, just as these quote unquote, ex gays were an example of what it is to struggle with one's sexuality. Mm-hmm. You also can be an example of what it is to thrive within one's identity,
0: Ooh, that's you good. know what I mean? And I,
1: that has just as much as an impression. So, though you may be, to whatever degree, distancing yourself from this friend for your again for your own protection and just laying down some boundaries as Red, would, you know, if you choose to do how, how Red was saying, you she, y'all still are going to be in each other's universe. Mm -hmm. You're still in some sort of physical proximity to each other. So when she sees you, she needs to see you in all of your, of your glory, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you enjoying yourself, you know, um, so she can keep on praying, but the thing is you are living your life and you are learning and loving and living your life. Um, and that's the only example you need to give in the world, you Mm -hmm. know, um, in contrast to these couple of gays that roll through the church that are struggling, you know, um, Mm But yeah, so that, I mean, I, I I really believe, you know, being an example, you can say who you are, you can put it on your t-shirt, but at the end of the day, you are an example of who you say you are. You, you're living your life according to what you feel is best for you. And here's the result as you see me in the world. Not to say that you're always going to be happy, you know, because no one's happy 24 seven. But the point is that if you're living quote unquote, your best life, or at least that's what you're shooting for. That's the example you're giving. So mm-hmm. Other than you know all this struggle and anguish <laughs> and angst and
0: whatever these other folks are going through, um, but again, so, I have a what? question though. What? Um, so at the beginning of the letter, she was mm-hmm. saying that she never really had straight friends mm. until this person. Mm. Right. And so then it kind of reminded me of like the question that you always see float around like can men and women be friends? You know, mm. can gays and straights be friends? Of course they can.
1: <laughs> of course they can. I mean listen, like let me tell you, you know, um two okay, really one of one of my best homies I would say two. One is a sister who, who just passed, but mm-hmm. my other my other really good homie. She she's straight as day, you know. And where we where we became friends was being artists in that artist hustle mm-hmm. and affirming each other, getting each other through the low times and you know supporting each other through the low times and praising each other when shit was good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that has been the cornerstone of our friendship. Um, I'm sure that my friend at times tries to wrap herself around my life, because I'm just going to speak out my ass anyway, right? And so Mm -hmm. does she. But I know that she loves me. I know that she, um, if there's something that I say that she doesn't understand, I can see her wheels turning to try to understand it, to wrap her head around it, not so much to be against it or whatever, or, or basically have the attitude like, girl, go and do your thing. I'm yeah. over here, but you go on do your thing because I love you and I want you to be happy. And that's the same attitude I have towards her when she mm-hmm. got to deal with, you know, fuck niggas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. girl, if you want to deal with a fuck nigga, you know. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but our our core friendship is beautiful and and I don't know what I would do without it. Mm-hmm. Um so there there should be no reason other than a friend rejecting who you are. Which, I mean, if, you're, if any friend rejects or prays over your core existence, mm-hmm. there's an issue. Whether they're yeah. straight, gay, or whatever. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a problem there. So of course, straight and, and, and gay folks can be tight, tight, tight friends, of course. You mm-hmm. know, it's really about who they are as people. It's not about their their sexuality or their gender expression. It's about who mm-hmm. they are as people. And that's what you love, the person, you know, and mm-hmm. how they love you, right?
0: Yeah, so, you know, National Coming Out Day was, uh, what, 10 days ago, like, <laughs> or nine, Summer. something like that. Um, yeah, it's October 11th, I think it is. So I don't know what today is, okay. Mm. <laughs> but I remember the time that I wrote this very long, impassioned letter to all of my line sisters on National Ooh. Coming Out Day. And, um, this was like after my second girlfriend, when I knew it wasn't a phase, we weren't going to talk about it until I knew what was good. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, this, this is what I'm doing. This is me. You, and you know, Delta, whatever. right? Just to clarify. And yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm a Delta. And, you know, it was one of those threads so everybody could respond. And I remember, um. One of my last sisters was just being like, so this why you ain't even talking to me? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, like, I'm from Oakland, okay? Like, I don't care. Don't do me like that. Like, answer my phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> and um, one of them who is uh, her husband and I were, uh, her. she and her husband were very close to my mm-hmm. husband and I when I was, and mm-hmm. we were in college, right? So they were a Christian couple. we were a Muslim couple. We was like thick as and so it was really interesting because, you know, her husband uh, is a minister, and you know she's you know, first lady, all that good stuff. and I was really nervous about you know, our relationship, like which how she was going to respond and it was just the it was. It almost felt a little dismissive, like, "Girl, if you think this is gonna make me stop being your friend, I really question like what you mm. think friendship is, right?" Mm. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay, my bad, right?" Um, and she has lived that since mm. then. Like, she, I can say, like, "Oh my god," like my girlfriend, my wife, whatever, to her, and like you said, like she doesn't get it, get it, but she doesn't try to act like it's not the same as like what everybody else is going through with their partners like it's somehow so out of her league yeah. of understanding that you know she is my mm-hmm, friend, mm-hmm. right? And so I think um having that conversation about like what friendship is, what the expectations are of it and like how you want to proceed from here, like I'm really feeling like I have to let you go um is that what mm. you want Ooh, like, Ooh, or can we exactly, find a is that way what you to, want? or can can we find a way to to move forward together like I don't I, maybe you have to decide if you need her to to change that before you all can be mm. friends again like is that what you need right <laughs> um and if you don't then you know y'all kind of gotta put that on the table because there are plenty of people who, you know, don't share the same, um, sexuality expression and all of that kind of stuff who support each other and love each other and are there for each other. And no, like, um, my last sister does not try to pray my gay away. She prays for my safety and for my happiness and, you know, those kind of things, um, because she loves me like me, Mm -hmm. not the me that I would be if I did this other thing, like me who Mm -hmm. I am right now. And that's what friends Mm -hmm. do. Like that's how friends are. Um, I always say my best friend is is straight too, but she is the queerest straight person I ever met. Like she know way more the gays than I do.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> She'll be like, you know, you know Kiki and Tasha broke up. I'm like, who are they? I don't know that. <laughs> And so that's the other end of support. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she is in the community with me. Like, very, very much. Yeah. And so expanding that friend oh, circle it can't can.
1: No, it can't. And you at the age <laughs> where you can do that, girl. There's a lot of people out there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that, and that honestly, yeah. that is something, too, we haven't quite hit on. That the, even though college is a place where you, and you can probably more speak to this than I, because I kind of didn't do the college thing. But... The, um, at that age, and you're supposed to do the college thing. <laughs> but, you know, college is a place where you can find and acquire long-term or lifetime friendships. It, it really is. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a powerful place because you're going through the same experience together, and that just can bond you for life, you know. But um, this is also an age where you the, the world is so open to you. And it's so easy to make friends. And it's so easy to involve yeah. yourself in shit where you make you can be in other stuff. So because you are secure to whatever degree in your in your relationship with yourself, your sexuality, your gender, whatever, you can easily attract people who can affirm that. So this one friend, though mm-hmm. it may be painful now, trust me, the best bomb for that is new friendships. <laughs> You know, that you're like, oh, snap. So I can have friends that are totally, like, helping me grow, you know, as opposed to questioning Mm -hmm. my growth. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I say seek and find and acquire new beautiful people, and you will attract them because of who you are right now in your life. Yeah. You know.
0: Boom. Good word, auntie. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so yeah, before we move on to the next person, listen, uh thank you, thank you, Vix, for um for writing to us. Um, we always love to to hear you guys letters. if, if you guys have um any comments on what we said in answering, VIX, or you have uh, you want to expound on it more, or if you have questions, you know, around the same topic or other topics, you can always holler at us at your gay aunties um at gmail.com. And if you appreciate our advice, you can slip us some support money at patreon.com slash your gay aunties. Uh, we always appreciate your support mm-hmm. um, of the show.
0: And IG too.
1: Oh yes, and IG. Of course, we we, we stay on uh, IG um, at, guess what, your <laughs> <The> gay aunties. <laughs> we don't make it hard. We try to stay consistent. Maybe the shows don't come consistently out every week, but we try to... <laughs> you, know,
0: you know what I'm saying? We do it like so aunties there, do. You know, <laughs> We're not always there when we, 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 we call, but we, we
1: know, always on We call, up. man. We call, man. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just grab my grotto. Bye, um. All right. So let's go on. I'll uh, read the uh, next letter. Um, And she says mm. also not to use her name. So let's call her Penny, like from Good Time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <call> her Penny.
1: <laughs> um her her thing is kind of lengthy, so I'm just gonna truncate a little bit. Um first she she thanks us for you know our love and wisdom. Thank you, Penny. Um so um yeah, That's so funny. she says, I want to ask your thoughts about open relationships. Um I am queer, have been since childhood mm-hmm. and am married to a straight man. Okay? OK, he has known this since we met. But being in a hetero relationship, my queerness gets overshadowed by my relationship with him. We have amazing kids and mm. are both really dedicated to them. I came out to my kids recently and I and it feels like a weight has been lifted. God, holler for you. Girl. This, is, this is an interesting mm. situation here. Um, we love yeah. doing family stuff together. But as a couple, I feel there is something missing. When I relate to women, there is a spark and an emotional connection that uh, that occurs naturally. Whereas with my husband, relating to him emotionally is harder work than I honestly care to do. Sometimes. Most times. (laughs) So sometimes I don't. It takes so much energy to get him to recognize and respond to his male privilege. He feels, quote unquote, attacked. Um, Insert hardcore black feminist eye roll. Mm hmm. (laughs) despite me wanting to uh grill him when he says that i can tell that he is working on it and doing a lot more listening he's a good dude y'all all All right he really tries and works hard to be a husband and father but i feel like our relationship just um scratches the surface of who i am okay we have ups and downs and of course uh especially because you know it's problematic when i express my desire. For more, for more queer expression and romance. I want to date other folks. Mm. All right, now, okay, now, all right, now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we discussed it briefly <laughs> in the past, but we're so busy with kids in life that it kept getting swept under the rug. So now it's time. I asked him to respond mm-hmm. to some questions about his thoughts of me finally starting to date, and he has completely frozen. He will not respond aside from saying, mm. I don't have the answer quote unquote. I plan to move forward with it anyway. I like parts of our romantic relationship, but it isn't as fulfilling as I would like. And I don't um, expect him to suddenly just be my everything. That's a lot of pressure for him and a lot of disappointment for me. I told him that uh, just because he ignores it does not mean it will go away, to which he replied, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So literally things are fine until I ask to be all of who I am. So fast forward. um, Am I wrong to move forward with dating without absolute clarity from him? That's the question. We don't want a divorce after tossing that around for several years. At this time, we are both content to remain coupled. We are finally both clear on that. But I feel like as a black queer mother, The type of queerness I envision for myself is elusive. I'm feeling pretty down Mm. about the things I would lose if I compromise myself to satisfy my husband. And also feeling down about the things I would lose if I choose to be my whole self and find queer love. Talk to me, aunties. Wow. Wow. Ooh, child, there is so much going on here.
0: Yes, Penny.
1: (laughs) There is so much going on here. And 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 I feel like I have more questions and answers, but really, her relationship with her queerness—it seems like she is um, uh, developing a new relationship with it, you know, or mm-hmm. a new relationship is surfacing, you know, with it. Because I, my, I guess, one of my questions is, you know, I'm not sure the backstory of your relationship with your husband. You know, were did you identify as queer when you married him? You know, what Mm -hmm. made you marry him? You know, like you said, he's a good guy, yada, yada, yada. You guys have held down the family side of it as far as kids. And that is something, uh, one reason why you can love someone, quite honestly. Um, Yeah. But it seems like the queer you is definitely coming, bubbling to the surface and demanding attention. And now you're in a situation where you are married, not girlfriend, boyfriend, you are married um, to a man for so many years, For me, it's like really two questions. The quote unquote sanctity of marriage and that sanctity being defined what you two come to an agreement of, but then the problem of you not Mm -hmm. being able to come to some sort of agreement because he's kind of shutting down in that conversation. Um listen, girl, if if you the the I mean the first priority is you gotta get him to talk because if you just jump shit because he's not talking, that's really not enough of a justified reason and you cannot fault him to react to that. And at the end of the day, you are in a contract and you don't want to, at the end of the day, you don't, if you're not, if you haven't had an initial conversation, if you haven't had a real conversation around this, that means you are really unaware of how he will truly react if you act on it. And you do not mm-hmm. want to, where well, I feel it's probably more important jeopardize your relationship with your children by law. Okay, um, because whether you cheat with a man or you cheat with a woman is still adultery by law. Okay, so that would give him a lot of power in court. So you want to really all bullshit aside, (laughs) you are in a you are in a legal contract, and part of that contract is that you both two supposed to be on the same page. So unless you have had a clear conversation, as in recorded, no, no, (laughs) conversation, (laughs) yeah, sign here, where you know he says, okay, let's explore this open relationship. You know, at least on your side, maybe on both of your sides, I don't know, that's your conversation. If you haven't had that real conversation, then you can't really be making those side moves without being able to take the weight of what it, that, that that may entail, you know? That's my first thought.
0: Yeah. So men are very complicated, uncomplicated beings, mm-hmm. right? Um. So some things that are coming to, to mind for me, one, so this was not negotiated before you all decided mm-hmm. to marry, clearly. And so at this point, um, he's been able to table this conversation for, I'm assuming from the letter, some years mm-hmm. now and to maintain his um, experience of normalcy. Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) For, for Mm -hmm. quite a while. And for some people, like having that normalcy challenged is unsettling to the point of like really bringing up a lot of insecurities and a lot of fears and a lot of uncertainty and a lot of like really uh, tenuous emotional states. Um, Because it has been able to be something that is like, oh, next year. You know what I'm saying? Or, I don't know, you know, <laughs> and that's been it. Like, that's ha- that has worked for so long. It's absolutely normal <laughs> for him to try mm. to continue that, right? Um, because, in essence, what you're saying, um, and, and this, is, this is difficult, like, you're not enough for me. I need someone else. And I need you to be okay with that. Now, anyone, especially a man, to
1: to take in.
0: Admittedly, a lot of people, yeah. right, are not are not there, mm-hmm. right? Um. So I think there should be some some research, <laughs> you know, on how uh, people are handling situations like that. I I don't. Think anything that I've experienced will really be considered a, a true open relationship, <laughs> um, like up outside of me, just like dating, right? I'm not in a serious relationship, you know, with anyone, uh, or you know, we just know mm-hmm. that we're dating. Um, so this is 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 mm-hmm. deeper, right? Because you are married, and you are married with children, and I'm assuming your children are uh, are older because they're able to understand the this experience, you know, of you coming out mm-hmm. to them and, and having their their understanding mm-hmm. of that. Um, and so there are a lot of moving parts in this. Not only um, is your husband in a place where he's gonna have to deal with with that um, insecurity. Um, also, you, dating changes the time that you have with your family, right? So this the split time, this, you know, when you're going out, when you're meeting people, when you're um dating, like, <laughs> when you're on dates, when you're out having sex, like <laughs> though that's all time that the family dynamic is going to be especially if you're dating women because right? they're really
1: detoxifying uh, intoxicating. And if you haven't yeah. really Explored this part of yourself over, you know, it seemed like you said you made a good point. If you're able to talk to your kids, they have to at least be teenagers, right? Um, mm. or, or adolescents, I don't know. But, but yeah, so it's been a minute. Um, and if you haven't, essentially, whatever age you are, you're essentially coming out for the first time. And anyone can uh, testify that when you first get your taste of women, it's very intoxicating um you can really immerse yourself in that person or world mm. in a way that and that's why the younger you do it, the better because really there's no one that's going to be affected but you really but now you have yeah. family and trust me okay I, I gotta figure out how to say this um i am not encouraging you I'm gonna be, cause I'm really about this, the legalities of things and the family dynamic. I'm not really encouraging you to explore this part of yourself while you are legally married. And one reason why is because when you experience a part of yourself that you have suppressed for whatever reasons, so for whatever amount of time, and then you open those can of worms, you will lose your mind. You will lose your mind yeah. in a way where you will. Yes.
0: And I think Penny has already had relationships. Okay. Okay. Oh, I don't. Where, where did she say that? In the beginning, she says she's known she was queer since childhood. Like this is already something that they both understood when they got married. Okay.
1: All right. But I'm not sure if that's clear. She's but, had relationships, though. Knowing you're queer and actually having. Uh, so I'm not clear. I'm not clear on that. <laughs> but even, okay. if you, even if you had a couple. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and but you mm-hmm. haven't had for a minute. But still, it's been yeah, so long, baby. Exactly. exactly.
1: It's the best. Exactly. <laughs> so there's a part of you that if you give it a taste, it's going to want to guzzle. And and mm-hmm. and sometimes we can make decisions about our lives and the people in our lives. We become self-absorbed, selfish. No, really, yeah. really selfish like a motherfucker. And yeah. it's natural when you are yeah. when you fall for someone or someone is really like. Addressing a part of yourself that you have suppressed for whatever amount of time. So I want to acknowledge that very real human reaction to newness, new people, new, you know, all that kind of stuff, especially women. <laughs> um, okay, look, I mean, I feel, like, I, I feel like the really big issue here um, is the kids. Because depending on what age they are and how much agency they have within this if they're good with you, that's a really good thing. Um, mm-hmm. You, at some point, are going to have to make homie, husby, hubby, sit down. And you're going to ha- sit down to the point that not like it's the first conversation is going to be all sweet and like, oh, I get it, baby. No, he's going to buck back. He's not going to be able to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But you got to keep coming at him. Yeah. coming, Finding ways to come at him that, and I come, come to him, him, excuse me, come to him work with him Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) come to him work with him um so that he can understand that it's really not about him um and Mm -hmm. that there are benefits for him maybe in this that you know like as far as growth um as you two as a couple Mm -hmm. um because you grow as a couple when you also individually grow as well So if you're needing to open that door for yourself, you may have to be open to him opening that door as well. If that's something he has Mm -hmm. expressed, he wants, or maybe it needs yet to be expressed. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You're not having (laughs) the greatest time in bed to some degree. I know men can be kind of straightforward. Fuck it if it's in, I'm good. But, (laughs) 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 But if you're not... (laughs) you're not having the best sex to some degree neither is he so maybe you need Mm -hmm. to start there you know um you know are you enjoying your sex with me and if not maybe we need to have a discussion how we both can be pleased so we can continue to be a support and focus on how and in which ways we do love each other you know, like, I mean, you really have mm-hmm. to kind of even approach it from different angles to get him to sit with this for a minute. Give him different things to think about as opposed to the straight thing of I need to address this, baby. I need you to be open to it because that's just that's, just, mm-hmm. that's a little bit of, you know, angst. Like, come on, homie. Like, I need to be free to do this. And that's not a way for someone to really begin to understand what's in it for them, quite honestly.
0: Uh, right. And yeah. it's traumatizing when uh-huh. it comes like that. And so that's, I'm glad you said that point. Cause that's what I kept thinking about is, um, what's in this for him? Like, have you all discussed like open relationships on both sides or are you just expecting him to allow you to have other relationships and he's still going to be sitting at home twiddling his thumbs waiting on you to get back? Like, so I think, um, really, talking about what this is going to look like there are also situations where like are you does he get another woman like is this what just for you mm-hmm. like you try to find a <laughs> uniform, right? So like what <laughs> what really is is it that you're asking mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. um and are you willing to to have some variations right. of that to support him right um I know a couple of people that, that's out that's like, baby, baby, look at her booty. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's a, a way that their relationship flows. Like they're, they mm-hmm. get it. Um, and it works for them. And their family is not mm-hmm. at risk because of that mm-hmm. conversation or because of those decisions. Um, the, like they get each other. He's like, go baby, go. Like go talk to her. Right. And they, that works for them. But only because they both are in the same place and they both have the same understanding and they both have the same expectation, and they both agree. Mm-hmm. It sounds like he does not agree at this point. And so, yeah, talking to him, baby, this is not about you not being enough. Like, you are all the man I need, baby. Okay. So let's talk about this other thing I need. <laughs> You got the finesse them, you got the, you know, smooth them. Cause this is it, this can be a lot. Like, even us reading the letter, we was like, ooh, girl, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially because you all have this long-term relationship and people get, you know, they get comfortable and and people get afraid mm-hmm. of change. Even if it wasn't like, I want to go get a whole girlfriend. It's just like I want to go back to school. Ooh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what, I'm <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> <Like, laughs> you're not going to be able to pick the kids up from soccer. I don't know what's happening here. Like, my whole life is alive, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, and so, those kind of changes can be, you know, can be jarring. And so, Maybe figuring out like how you are going to make this mutually beneficial, how this is, you know, I, like Hanifa said, like not just um, a self-serving experience, mm-hmm. but like you are a family. You all are a team. And so you have to go into this in that same mm-hmm. way, too.
1: And she didn't mention it in the relationship, but I'm curious to how he reacted to she coming out to um, to the children. I thought that was a really interesting thing that mm-hmm. she came out to her kids. I wish I knew how old they were, but, you know, I'm curious to what mm-hmm. his reaction was to that because that now, now there's a conversation within the family that he's not really participating in per se, because it seemed like the kids really engaged with that conversation mm-hmm. with you. And you said a, a weight was lifted. Yeah. So at least, you know, it was at least a positive reaction. You know, so your kids are Mm -hmm. progressive to whatever degree or whatever age they are. Um, Yeah, there's really no more to say to that girl. You you have to prioritize what's most important. And I'm going to take a wild guess that your family is the priority and your Mm -hmm. decision, your decision. To not address this part of you for all these years, for whatever reasons, at the end of the day, really is your decision because this is a conversation that could have been had from the get-go. This is a conversation that could have been had at least a yeah. little bit earlier and on. So at least by now, you could, you know, have, you know, something, you know. But you, you, you're, you're making this. Yeah. You're coming to this reckoning right now in your life for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But you have to honor where you are in your life, how much time you've invested yeah. not just in your your kids but your husband what that relationship has looked like, and also belief in what it can look like and how do I approach it Mm -hmm. towards like, how do I um, support him and eventually everyone into really opening up how our family is defined and how our family operates and everyone being okay Mm -hmm. with that. And worst case scenario, if he really is like, nah, (laughs) then you, then you have to get logistical about it. You got to say, listen, how old are my kids? How much time I got before they have their own legal agency and divorcing, you will not impact them per se. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't want to be, you know, you know, horror him up, but that's a very real thing you have to deal with, but be smart about it. If he really is not trying to have this conversation, then that is less about your sexuality Mm -hmm. and more about his unwillingness to address what is going on in your relationship. And that can be grounds for divorce because at some point if there's a stumbling block and nobody trying to move on this in some way, shape, or form, then it's an issue. You know? Yeah.
0: So um, my wife and I have two opposite experiences with this, right? We were both married, both had children, um, both divorced, like... (laughs) (laughs) brother just like you know that's not your friend is it (laughs) like (laughs) I get it like okay so my ex-husband went one completely different way like we don't talk we don't have any relationship we don't like we can't even come to a a mutual understanding to take care of things when it Mm. comes to the kids like we are totally like butting heads like absolutely no relationship whatsoever um My wife and her ex-husband are best friends. Like they were able to be very open with each other. They were able to be very honest with each other. They co-parent seamlessly. Like it's, uh, you know, I told you he walked me down the aisle at our wedding when my dad couldn't make it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, They share things like he's trying to figure out how to get his wife to like come over uh to family events with us (laughs) you know because she'd be acting funny like they are really good Mm. friends Mm. and so you know those are the two ways that this can go and you know a various you know amount of ways in the middle Uh right um but those are like two extremes so With the divorce thing on the table, like you can decide, I cannot live like this. Like this is, is not, it's not who I am. I'm not happy. You're not happy. Like, let's, let's just let this thing go and, um, and let it feel, you know, as unfortunate as it feels for us to say it, like we just have to be honest about that as, as that option. And you got to figure out what that would look like also for the two of you and your exactly. family. Exactly.
1: And letting go doesn't mean, again, I mean, this, again, is about, you know, how much you want to, even if you guys get, quote unquote, divorced, you know, there's a way to divorce acclimate. What's the word? Acclimate? A- Amicably. Amicably. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we ain't going to say this word that this morning. <laughs> Amicably. <laughs> Um, and there's, you know, rough divorces. So even if it... Mm-hmm. Your job is to try and make either the transition of him being open to an open relationship, again, not just for selfish reasons, but also for his benefit as well. But if he can't see that, then it is your job to try to make the divorce as easy as possible. It literally is a job. Like, you just mm-hmm. can't say, fuck it, I'm gonna go in and, and get my queer on and kind of just abandon this relationship you've had for whatever reason, I mean, for every every amount of time, you know, so you are on double duty. You wanna take care of yourself, but you wanna also take care of your family. That includes your husband. That includes your husband. Mm -hmm. So how do you, so question is, how do you go about doing that to try and make whatever the outcome is be as easy as possible for everyone? Um, So at the end of the day, you're happy, he will be happy, (laughs) you know what I mean? Because there might be things there that he ain't telling you. You know what I mean, you know, like how are you having these conversations? Maybe he is dissatisfied in some way, shape or form, you know, men aren't always the best at expressing their dissatisfaction. You know what I mean, yeah, um, or you know whatever you know, so be his partner and try to open that up, you know, um, so you can have some really open conversations. It is not just about you, you and your needs, you know, yeah. Yeah, well, that he maybe hasn't <laughs> expressed yet and you haven't made haven't left the door open for him to 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 express it. You know what I mean? hmm
0: Yeah. Ooh, baby, really? because if he say, Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up, I've been looking at this brother <laughs> at work. Like, how are you gonna
1: take <laughs> that? You know, I've been looking or I've been looking at this sister at work. I got this coworker that you know we you know, whatever. Maybe that might be a little too early too soon, but you know, but at least you can have conversations on whether he is truly satisfied or different levels within the relationship. And if not, that needs to be addressed as well. And that can mm-hmm. be the path towards you maybe redefining your relationship or ending the relationship so you both can be happy. You know, um mm-hmm. yeah. That's that. I think as much we can do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good job, <Yeah>. my see. <laughs> These were some really, some really, good really good letters. Good. Like really, really. Good um,
1: and and thank you, uh, Penny, uh, for sharing um, that that uh, your situation. Um, yeah. Yo. <laughs> So, uh, once again, if you um, have some thoughts on our thoughts on Penny's situation, follow at us <laughs> on Instagram. Um, but if you have mm-hmm. if you're in a similar situation, they can also
0: can they comment like on the because we post the the episode. Yeah, on yeah, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. We can exactly. have conversations. And I know the I haven't been section, posting
1: clips like, or whatever because honestly, it takes a minute to edit all this, and I got shit to do. So I, I'm gonna try and get back to posting <laughs> clips of the episode but um but yes you you know if you do have comments about this anything we said within this episode you can post it on ig under the episode um announcement that you know episode this is like episode 23 mm. um episode 23 look at us should we yeah. do <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> um yeah and of course if you have any uh you need needing of, uh, any advice from your aunties about life, love, career, those complicated situations. Uh, we will mm-hmm. do our best to support you in that or tell you about yeah. yourself.
0: Because <laughs> 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 we don't always see ourselves, y'all. Yo. <laughs> you know, so yeah. we got to tell you about yourself. Anyway. Uh, and tell us if you have word. some feedback. Like, we said something. We are not above... Uh, exactly. conversation. And we are like, not certified not therapists.
1: therapists.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at all. Let us know how you feel. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and yeah, so hollow us at your gay aunties at gmail.com. And again, um, we really appreciate your financial support um because ain't nothing free, and we really want to consistently come to you um on a weekly-ish basis. <laughs> <laughs> So your support yeah. um, is definitely uh, appreciated. Um, uh, yeah, so you can uh, support us at Patreon.com slash your gay aunties. Patreon is spelled patreo com slash your gay aunties. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. And we thank you so much for your support yes. and your time and your letters Yay. and for trusting us with your lives and, and the situations that you're coming into. Not yourself. me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yes, thank you all so much for a great episode. I'm Red Summer.
1: And I am Anissa Molina.
0: And we are your gay aunties. Right, Sorry, <laughs> <Collins. laughs> <See you. laughs>